in three, two, one. John, are we live? We're live, sir. How's it going, buddy? Pretty well. How about yourself? You got to chuckle because I know you're chomping at the bits to talk about how we got stood up today. Smoked. Yep. A little piss, um, but it's all right. Yeah, for everybody watching or listening, uh, I'll give you some background about how we book guests. And we're typically a couple months uh, booked out in advance because we're such a popular show. Boom. Um, John does an incredible job of reaching out to guests, making sure that they know that we're going to have a show on a certain day, giving them the address, when to be in studio, because you can't see when you're watching live, but we do have a studio with lights, microphones, we like to do sound checks, and run a pretty professional show here. Um, more professional than you know people doing a shows lot. in their basements and stuff. Yep. So we wanna just make sure that the lighting works for our guests, that our guests are comfortable, we give them drinks, we start to chat with them, and then we go live. So John, breaks us out for people, tells them when they're coming in, sends them a calendar invite that mm -hmm. they will accept, and then he follows up a few days in advance. And uh, we had a guest booked for today, and um, yesterday was, I think, trying to change the times around a little bit, and then today just kind of said they were too busy to come in. So yep. we are guestless. We are. I'll let John elaborate on that. But the cool thing is that we, John and I, I believe it was last week, Wednesday, uh, we, Wednesday, yeah. When we recorded Brody. Mm -hmm. uh, we mentioned this story about Brody Burnell, I'd say about six to eight months ago. Brody is a, uh, a young man. He's 21 years old. And he was a pilot from a very young age. I think he was 18 when the actual accident happened. He had logged a lot of hours. He was flying a small plane. And he crashed the plane. And uh, most of you know when there's a plane accident, the... Uh, Survival rate is extremely low. Well, Brody survived. Unfortunately for Brody, he was in a coma for three months, and his road to recovery is obviously very, very difficult. Uh, fast forward from the time we heard the story six months ago to last Wednesday, John and I were able to do a pre-recording of Brody telling his story about getting into a car or car accident, a plane accident, yep. and uh, going to coma, what he felt like when he woke up, and then obviously his road to recovery. It's two parts. We were planning on doing one part today because we had a guest in a second part uh, at a later date. So you're going to see one part of the two parts. The second part will include Brody's mom. So we do have something for you. So don't run away because we don't have a guest. I think Brody's story is a heroic one. It's a miracle. And his, uh, his fight and his want to fight to have a normal life uh, is an inspiring one. I don't think you'll hear it in this episode, but the second one, he talks all about how he wants a girlfriend. So if you're watching <laughs> the show and you want to be Brody's girlfriend, or if you have a girlfriend for Brody, yep. uh, we will take inquiries here at AE Wheelhouse and Truth. pass them along to Brody. Indeed. Now I'll let John talk about uh, <laughs> if he about the uh, missed show if he wants. Well, I, I tell you what, I, I'm not going to get deep into it because everything you just said as far as Brody, he is inspirational, he is strong. This gentleman, 21 years old now, has uh, is recovering from a traumatic brain injury. Yet he was able to uh, schedule the interview and keep his promise as far as the calendar and the schedule. Uh, we had a person that we were going to have on, who, uh, as Mo mentioned, uh, we had this person invited a couple months ago. The uh, invitation had been positively accepted and we had talked a few times sent the questionnaire and then all of a sudden it was a big surprise that 
this person was supposed to be in studio at 2.30, and here we sit. So that is all I'm going to say on that because yeah, I, mean, I believe listen. in taking the high road, and person does do some good work for other people. We just felt a little uh, uh, disrespected, I guess, that our little show wasn't good enough for her to actually schedule herself for it, even though she promised that she would. However, Brody, 21 years old, working hard every single day to come back to a normal life uh, and has really, really come a long way just from the stories that we had heard off air um, and having the conversation that we had, which I'm going to play momentarily. Um, what a, you know, what a, what a, what a story for this kid to, uh, just, you know, he and his friend went up in a plane. He, as you alluded to, he had been flying for quite a while. Um, and the, the plane, uh, lost power and he and his friend made it through, uh, his friend in even better shape than he, um, and just, you know, his friend is living his normal i believe normal life as it is and brody is working his way towards that and i just applaud the the heck out of the two of them and the families for standing by and working because that you know it's a huge one one morning you wake up and then the next morning you wake up in a totally different set of circumstances and or three wow. months later yeah well yeah i'm but for the family, family yeah. just wow so uh i think without further ado um, I'm just, I'm going to play this. It's about seven minutes long. And it was, it, as you, once again, you mentioned it, it's part one of part uh, of two parts and, uh, it's just Brody and, and primarily bro, uh, Mo and Brody speaking and, and, uh, I'm going to play it and then we'll come back and kind of talk about it. But anybody that's watching this, uh, live, you know, if, if, if you get something from this, please, you know, Type to us, write to us, and let us know what you, what your thoughts are. And then, even after the show, you know, uh, Mo at AE Wheelhouse, John at AE Wheelhouse, any positive thoughts or positive energy you got from this, we can pass along to Brody because he he still you know he still has a fight and uh, he's he's fighting every day and and it'd be nice to pass along some good sentiments and and he deserves it I think so yeah. I'm gonna play it and then probably I'll throw that back out there when we get back. But uh, here comes the uh, the interview that we had last Wednesday. Hey everybody, it's Mo. John's here as well. We have a special segment. This is a kind of a cool thing that we haven't done before, but uh, I have Brody Burnell and his mom Jeannie on, and this is one of the coolest stories we've ever had on Wheelhouse. So we wanted to do a special segment with Brody. Uh, Brody um, is 21 years old, just recently turned 21. He is a pilot who survived a plane crash, and I am incredibly interested to hear about not just the story of the crash but what Brody's done heroically since the crash um, to be able to be with us and talk to us on this podcast from sunny Arizona Brody thank you for coming on um, tell us and everybody listening and viewing a little bit about your background a little bit about being a pilot and then what happened I grew up like in airplanes because of my mom airplanes because of my mom and then when I was 12 went to Westwood Aviation in Phoenix to Durrell Airport and I flew the first time and got a logbook and got my first hour. Wow. And then and then when I was I think mom was it sixteen? Seventeen. When I was seventeen, I bought a plane. A really bad plane. <laughs> it's a plane. Then, Most people don't have a car at sixteen, so congratulations. It's pretty cool. 
and then I started flying and got my license when I was 17 from Dan Gimble and then started flying that entire year and then when I was 18 I had about 276 hours of flight time wow then when I was 18 like was it three weeks before my birthday mom uh, a month before it was a month before I turned 19 we went we took out we taxied over we did our pre-flight checks from the airplane taxied over to Sibrin fuel fueled up the plane but the previous day to my grandma sorry we went off topic here. The previous day to my grandma on a flight for her birthday. And then her birthday was August 1st. And then August 1st, Chandler and I filled up the plane, take, took Charlie over to runway 25 right or 25 left. We took off, 50 feet up, my engine fell. Went through a fence, hit a tree. Wow. I, I tried to turn around and make runway 7 right, but I couldn't. I tried to restart the plane, but that didn't work, obviously. And woke up in Denver. I went to John, went to John C. Lincoln in a coma. And then went to Select. Then went to the airport to go $14,000 medical flight to Colorado. Wow. I woke up in a coma around Thanksgiving in 2017. Unbelievable. So, obviously, very few people live through a plane accident to be able to tell about it. Um, did it just happen really quickly? Was it was did everything slow down for you a little bit, or was it very quick when it actually happened? God just saved my life. Yeah, it was pretty quick, honestly. I just remember trying to save me and Chandler's life, which I did in the end. And then he was in a coma for like three weeks. I was three months. Wow. And um, well, congratulations on being able to get both of you through that plane crash alive that that's an incredible thing in and of itself what were your initial thoughts when you woke up and doctors were telling you hey you were in a plane crash you're alive now what was going through your head if you can remember just, that they're just dragging me talk again they were like say mama say pa say papa that's right i didn't call my grandparents that my dad did yeah and then i started talking again it took me a while and i could barely talk and it was really crappy and then i went and had i broke both angles on impact so I went to surgery in Denver and had both my ankles fixed and then tendon release. And then my speech got better. And then I had two, and my first two surgeries, I don't know why we're skipping ahead of this, but I had two metal rods on my spine and then piece of my skull taken off. Oh, I'm And then that's what it started off with. And then I had a total anatomy surgery. Right now I'm at 15, but I'm having my 16th really soon. Unbelievable. I can't imagine having to have so many surgeries, but also having to gain all abilities back. Because I'm talking to you right now like we're just two dudes talking on FaceTime, and it's like unbelievable. Yeah, like good buddies from Arizona and Chicago, and it's unbelievable the progress you've made from a plane crash and coming out of a coma to me and you just being able to chat with each other today. How's that kind of process been going? I mean, I got into a class. I had, no, I had an, I had a six-hour knee surgery, number number fourteen. They bended my right my knee, or they took bone out of my knees and took my metal rod out of my right leg. And that's how you could. And that's how I can walk now. I couldn't walk before because bone grew in my quad muscles, and it was very painful. Unbelievable! I mean, congratulations to you on being that strong to be able to go from. First of all, again, being able to save your life and the uh, life of your friend. 
uh, to waking up from a coma and being strong enough to go through 14, 15, not easy surgeries and be able to walk again, talk again, get your speech back again. Um, you are a incredible story. And, and I, I was, I was 196 when I arrived back in Phoenix last year. So I, and now I'm 158. I lost 40 pounds. Well, I was 158 at the beginning of the year and I'm 190 today. I did the opposite, but in a really bad way. I gained like every pound you lost. Great, get it, man. In this program in Phoenix called CTN, Center for Transitional Neurologics. It's gonna teach me how to go back to work and drive again. I'm in like I'm in there like seven months. Good for you. And do you do most of your um, rehab in Arizona now, or do you travel around all the country? It. All of it in Arizona. I wish I traveled. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. but. Mom, mom I, is mom is behind the camera mom. right now. Talking. Let's go to Italy for some <laughs> Italy's um, beautiful. I know I got drunk there like a few months before I crashed. <laughs> Where in Italy? Uh, I don't know. A wine tour in Punta Alla. Yeah, that's awesome. It was fun as heck. It's nice but that in Italy they let you drink before you're 21. I was 17 and I went on video. I was, I, know, I was 18. <laughs> and I went on video when I went on a wine tour. Lemon Shallow, boys. That stuff is good. Lemoncello is awesome. Maybe we'll have to send. Well, maybe we'll have to send him some of that down there, John. <laughs> For sure. Um, John, do you want me to bring mom in too? Uh, yeah. It was that. Yeah. Okay. You know, like bring in mom, and we'll chat with both of them. We're back. We are back. So, for those of you who just watched that clip, um, I hope it had a powerful message for everybody of hope um, and just pure grit of a guy who had gone through so much. I don't, I don't know if while watching it, you're able to feel what I felt talking to Brody. One of the things that I felt was just his fun, positive energy. And I had the privilege of talking to Brody, John and I both did, before we actually went live, recorded live uh, with him and just kind of chatting with him and his positive mindset and how much fun he was given everything he's going through. Um, affected me a lot in, in a way that I all of us deal with stuff every single day. Sometimes uh, stuff that's really tough. Sometimes stuff that it's just your day to day job that frustrates you. And people allow things to affect them in a negative way at, at, at different rates. But watching somebody who is 21 years old, we were talking about you know like he's not supposed to drink that much. We were talking <laughs> off air about like you know what's your favorite drink. Yep. You know, we're talking about girls. He's at an age, you know, he's 21, between 18 and 21, where if you think back to when you were 18 to 21, you were just running around having as much fun as you can doing all the things that an 18 to a 21-year-old would do. Right. Um, Imagine during 18 to 21 years of age, you are coming out of a coma, fighting to be able to walk again, which, which Brody is now able to do, fighting to be able to converse again, fighting to be able to move around again. You know, I, I don't remember how many surgeries he said he had had, but it was hundreds of surgeries, I think. No, it wasn't hundreds of surgery. It was uh, hundreds of hours of, of rehab that rehab. he's been going through. He's done, uh, I, I believe he's done 15 or 16 surgeries. Okay, 15 like or 16 major, major surgeries. surgeries. Yeah. And then all the, naturally, all the, the rehab that goes in between each of those just to get him to that next level. Yeah. You know, we spoke, like, I, I just recently had shoulder surgery and I go to PT three times a week and I'm miserable. I'm irritated. I'm angry. Right. I said, boy, did just that get put into perspective? What am yeah. I complaining about? Right. You know, exactly. it's, it's an annoying thing to go through, but his positive mindset 
and his uh, outlook on being able to, you know, get to where he was prior mm -hmm. to the accident mm -hmm. was inspirational to me. Uh, he was fun to talk to. I can't wait for the day we actually get him in studio. I know, right? And I'm looking forward to showing everybody the second clip, um, you know, with at Jeannie. a later date with Gene because, um, Jeannie, because yeah. it was, I'm not a parent. You know, but watching the love between them and the fun and the banter yeah. and how much they came together uh, just really in the best way possible showed uh, a, a parent's love for their kid. Yeah. You know, she, she went through a lot to be able to uh, talk to him again, converse with him and have fun mm -hmm. from, you know, getting the phone call that your son was in a plane crash. You know, you... you, you, you Fear that you know a loved one's in a car accident. You get that call. I was in a car accident. Somebody calls your kid was in a car accident. Right. That's the call you never want to get. Right. It's a plane accident. And going to Colorado, I believe him coming out of a coma, mm -hmm. um, to see them being able to converse to me was inspirational. It's a great story of a parent and child, and it, it was one of the coolest stories I think we've. I agree. Had on I really do. I agree. I mean, you know, we. We, as in you and I, but we collectively, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, which we talk, generally speaking, we talk with a lot of entrepreneurs that come in here and talk about their struggles with work and building a business and building brand. And there's a lot of bases to cover and such. And that is all true. I'm not discounting any of that in any way, shape or form. But then you uh, have a conversation with somebody like Brody, who's like, you know, all right, <laughs> we've got problems um, that we deal with on a regular daily basis and such. And we have goals that we're trying to achieve and such, but you know, you're 18, 19 years old and you're going, you know, I mean, shoot, he was going to college. He was going to go to college and, and just, you know, get into that whole realm of life and, and, and level up and learn and so on and so forth. And then, you know, something happens and you can't talk, you, you can't walk, you can't, you're, 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 everything's been kind of stripped away from you. And I think that, uh, I know that Brody and Jeannie both alluded to it. They're, they're very faithful people as far as their belief in God. And, and I know that Brody in that clip at one point said that God saved his life that day. Um, you know, and to each their own, however, they want to go with, with about that. But I mean, just to put in perspective as far as what problems really are in comparison to what we see, you know, people scream about on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it might be. And this kid is really, he's just going through it like, hey, you know what? I want a girlfriend. And I know we're going to get yeah. into that next week. But I mean, shoot, when, you know, 18 to 21, 22, whatever, uh, you know, it's all about, oh, I got a fake ID. Can I get into a bar? Oh, she's hot. I wonder if she's got a boyfriend. You know, I mean, all that stuff. And then this kid's just trying to learn to walk and talk again and, and remember who he is as a human being and, and how to act in the world and his mom and dad and every, my goodness. I mean, it, it really, is. it is. It's strength that, uh, just, it, it's enamoring. I was just, I was really, what a, what a, what a great kid. What a great uh, story. You and I were driving last week. I think we were in the car. I think we were driving or we were walking on Wednesday and we saw that guy remember honking and screaming, like yeah. just losing his yeah. shit yeah. over somebody not turning left yeah. fast enough. And I think, like, I think back to that. You have a guy who's just freaking out over somebody not turning fast enough and swearing and cussing, and, like, that's the right. problem he has that day. Yep. And then you have to put into perspective 
an 18 year old kid who's got to wake up from a coma and now get himself back to where he was. Yeah. And you know, you're going to see it in the second clip. His mom talks about how his friends are, you know, a little bit older. They've gone away to school. They've gone away. Sure. You wake up and that's kind of gone away. He, yeah. he was stuck there, and but he's working very hard on. Um, obviously making the right steps forward. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, we've talked about it in the business sense, you know, fail forward. You can't let something negative that happens keep you in a negative state of mind. Right. And what more negative... I mean, listen, setting aside passing away, which at that point, you, he was, you might have a belief yeah. of what happens in the afterlife. Right. Again, everybody has their own belief. But you now now can't control yeah. your well-being anymore. That, right. That's now been pre-decided for you. But his accident and what happened to him is the worst of what can happen to you mm -hmm. if you now have to take steps to recovery. Mm -hmm. You know, some people get a terminal illness and they have to deal with that, and you know, then that happens. Correct. But for Brody, he survived something that left him unable to do everything that we as human beings normally take for granted: mm -hmm. walking, talking, yep. eating, conversing, brushing your teeth. Everything, everything from an, uh, you know, like we say, occupational therapy or physical therapy, every single thing that we take for granted, me moving my hands, you know, I move them up and down. John right. tells me, put your hands down. <laughs> I take that for granted because right. I just do it. Sure. He had to learn how to do all of that um, again. And to watch him communicate with us back and forth was an inspiration. And it's nice to see how far he's come yeah. in that period of time. Yeah. And I hope if he's watching this or he watches the clip he back. will yeah um brody knows uh, how far he's come i mm -hmm. i'm guessing because i'm obviously not him it feels helpless at times to be like okay this is taking three years three years is a long time it is like i said i'm week five of my shoulder and right. i'm irritated i'm not better right and i think about brody brody i think about you now when i'm when i'm doing my pt and i'm like why am i complaining i'm five weeks out you know right. th this boy has been this man has been three years into yeah you know recovery yeah um, but you've come so far in three years and you have, you know, hopefully 80 more. Sure. Be perfect. So, Absolutely. Uh, he's an inspiration to me and I'm, I'm hoping for everybody who's listening and watching. Yeah, I concur. I, uh, you know, just being able to be in a situation where we could spotlight him a little bit and let him show his personality. He's got a great personality and just really, you know, uh, everything you just got done saying as far as, uh, taking things for granted and, you know, movement and conversations and so on and so on and so on. He's just, he's really, he is, uh, for, from everything that I know from when the, the crash first happened to where he is now, uh, he really is. He is a, he, in months, perhaps years to come, I should say, uh, he will probably wind up being able to go to some of these rehab facilities and tell his story, hopefully, and, and inspire uh, a lot of people that are, are in that bubble that just can't necessarily see that positivity, the, you know, the, the walking and talking again, he'll be able to go and hopefully really inspire others. Cause us as grown men never knock on wood, having to go and go through something like that. You know, it's, we're able to look at this person and think, wow, like you said, it's, you know, you're what, five weeks, you said five, five weeks, weeks. Uh, you know, it, it, and at 18 years old and I, you know, longer for me than it has been for you but you know you, you're dating a girl for like two months it's like oh it's such a long time so i mean for to use his age and and the number of years he's been going through this i mean my goodness that's like a sixth of his life that's yeah. you know i mean my gosh so 
just keep on keeping on and, and I know he's going to and I know Jeannie and his his father are, are well behind him and just really you know on his side and we are too and yeah I look forward to having him come in here or as you're well aware good friends out in Arizona Tim who always watches the show and Maggie and I go out and see Tim and Nadine all the time and and uh, I know we're probably going to wind up going and, and visiting with him, maybe doing a quick little live stream. And, I, and this isn't planned. I'm just saying next year at some point in time. I mean, you can buddy pass me. I'll and just, yeah, I, well, you know what? Me. I mean, honest to goodness, uh, get on out there. You you said you've never been in AZ, I've right? never been there. Oh, my friend. You are going to like Scottsdale, Arizona. I stopped Arizona. in the Phoenix airport. Yep. When uh, my direct flight to Cabo got canceled by American, they rerouted me to Phoenix. Okay. But that was it. Well... It's got a lot to offer, and we I are happy to show you around. I think I've actually, I think when you drive from Vegas to Utah, you actually kind of clip Arizona, mm. maybe. Okay. So I think I've driven through it. That's not exactly minutes, the same. But Landing and taking off or driving through and clipping yeah, not does not suffice. Yeah. No, it's uh, Let's so, go when it's cold out. Oh, well, we usually go out there for spring training. So it's just coming out of the wintertime. It's still kind of cold here, and, man, you get off that airplane, and all of a sudden it's 80 degrees as opposed to 20. Oof. Yeah. Hello. It's cold out yeah. today. Not, not, yeah, it's a little on the chilly side today. So Cool. Um, but, yeah, so any uh, any, any further you want to go? No, I mean, I, he's, uh, again, an inspiration. I, I think even before we see him again, I, I'm guessing, even before we see him in person, I'm guessing we'll probably have uh, some updates with Brody from time to time. Yeah, I, I hope think so. he's going to be a good sure. inspiration. And like you said, if any of you have any words of uh, – um, Positivity, positivity, inspiration, anything you want to give to Brody, please uh, message it. Like John said, John at A Wheelhouse, Mo at A Wheelhouse. We'll get him your positive messages. Yeah, uh, he's a fun guy, and you know, if you got somebody in Arizona <laughs> who's around 20, 21 yeah, years old, yeah, uh, or a little bit older, maybe I a little I bit older. Don't Brody, mine. <laughs> we got to find him a girlfriend. I told indeed, him I'm going to try. Indeed, I'm going to do my indeed. best. Um. So one other thing that we were going to cover real quick, uh, as far as the front of the show. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a, a different direction for the show, but, uh, different we, direction for sure. We um, had a, a friend, I'll, I'll let you talk on that. Yeah. So last week, John had sent me a post about one of our past guests and I really couldn't believe it when John sent it to me. Um, if you watched, I believe it was end of September, uh, yeah. about September. Yeah. I don't know the episode, but I can post it. Um, we had a guest on, his name was Sean Jacobs. He was the, um, owner and founder of yoga 2.0. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you are, um, uh, customers of yoga 2.0. You go in there. I know, uh, after we had that show, I had a lot of people reach out and say, Hey, you know, I, I go through the yoga studio. I've seen him there. Yeah. I love it. You know, it's yeah. a great place to be. Um, Sean passed away last week and it was a shock to myself, a shock to John. Mm -hmm. Um, he was very inspirational. We have a lot of people on the show and most of our guests are, um, larger than life. Their, um, their personality is infectious and they motivate us. I can tell you being in this room with him for a few hours, his infectious like positivity was radiant <sighs> off the charts. Um, John and I, even after the show, John went over there, did some uh, shooting of the studio. Uh, mm -hmm. We're working on a couple other things with him. And um, it's a big loss to me and John, even though we knew him for a short period of time. Yep. So I want for me and John, and I'll let John, if he wants to elaborate on that as well, to elaborate. But send our condolences to his family, his friends. Um, 
incredible guy. Uh, he's very much going to be missed, and I hope he's resting in peace. And uh, mm. yeah, I, I, I was shocked. I mean, I just you, you that news never comes easy when you know somebody, right? But it was too soon, and oh. uh, he's definitely going to be missed. And I'm sure his friends and family um, are missing him. I hope they remember all the good times, which is. Uh, I think what we all have to do when we lo uh, lose somebody that we love. So I, I agree with my everything. condolences to uh, Sean's friends and family. I agree with everything you just said as far as his passing shocked. And, uh, you know, he actually kind of right in between as far as age between you and I, he was in his mid forties. I mean, what he even said, um, when he was, when he was on the show, I mean, the guy was six, four, about yeah. six, four and big, just I a big, strong really dude. Yeah. Cause I'm not, um, but he even said, he's like, you know, I'm not your, when it comes to how I look physically, as far as size, I mean, good looking dude. Uh, he's like, you know, but size wise, I'm not your typical Yogi, you know, it's usually like the little petite individuals and stuff. And, uh, so yeah, his personality was just as big as his stature and what a funny dude and nice. And even when I was able to get over to his studio after, uh, he was here and we just said, you know, sent him a message and he got like right back to me and, uh, yeah, anything I can do for you and come on over. And we sat and we talked for probably, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. And, uh, but it was that same, it wasn't on camera positivity. It was just, that was him. It was just, you know, he was just a real gregarious fun, but you know, serious in the sense of business. He knew his, his stuff inside and out. And we talked numbers on a, on a different project and stuff. And just, you know, he, he is, he's going to be missed. And, and again, condolences, as you, as you said, to uh, his friends and family and even just people that just, uh, you know, touched his life or, or he touched their life momentarily like he did with us. I mean, it's just one of those guys like, damn, man, really? I mean, you know, yeah. so. Uh, Lost a good one. Yeah, did, did very much so lose a good one. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we said, condolences to uh, his friends and family. And uh, yeah, I uh, I was in shock. So uh, treat people there. nice. Be yep. nice to people. Yep. You and never know. No, you don't know. You just don't know. Uh, and you know, you never know what and happens just tomorrow. Be respect if 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 you can lend a helping hand to somebody, lend it. And if somebody's going to try and lend you a helping hand, appreciate it. Yep. Be nice to them and, you know, respect what they're trying to do and in turn pay it forward and, you know, do what you can for people and such. I mean, I don't want to preach, but, you know, it seems like a good way to go through life. I think so. it's a good good thing to preach. Yeah. Well, you know. So what do we got coming up? Oh, actually, so uh, next week we have, as we've already uh, made mention of, we have the second part of the interview with Jeannie and Jeannie is She's fun. She's cool as hell. Yeah. I mean, she really is for everything she's gone through. Um, but even just, I think, outside of all of that, just as an individual, she's just, she's cool as hell. So we also have a, uh, a gentleman. His name is Kevin Davis. And he and I have been talking back and forth now. Ooh, I should put myself on camera while I talk. Boom. Uh, Kevin Davis is a, uh, a yacht captain. Okay. And the way that he and I first started talking, uh, I came across a post on, I think it was LinkedIn, probably LinkedIn. And it was the, the yacht that uh, he was, I'm going to let him describe it, but it's sort of a mega yacht that is really good for the environment. I mean, as you're well aware, uh, boats and yachts don't get good 
miles per gallon or however you phrase that. Um, But this, I'll let him talk about it because he can do it far better than I apparently. Uh, But super, when it comes to boating and yachts, very, very educated. But because he is out and he really does, he sails the world. Um, man, does he have some good stories to tell as far as places he's been, people he's talked to, people he's met, and people that he has captained basically around the world. Uh, Very cool. And yeah, but he's from Chicago. And I, I think it was, uh, I know it was a past guest, and I'll give her credit. I, w- I don't want to say her name right now because I want to confirm, but I, I know it was a past guest that turned us on to him, and that's how awesome. I reached out. Very yeah. cool. Um, we appreciate so, uh, that. We do, and I'll make sure to give her credit uh, next week. I just want to confirm that it is who I think. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to have uh, Kevin in, Captain Kevin, uh, Kevin in next week, and we're going to do the also the second uh, uh, part of Brody. Part of Brody and Jeannie. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to be – and that's going to be our last one for the year, man, because after that – Yeah, Wednesdays happen to be uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, right? Uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day. I think it's Eve. I could be wrong. I think you I'll, I'll, I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I'll bet you a Jameson and, and soda. Deal. Or a, a deal. I mean, we're oh, about to find got, out. All I'm right. Look now. Oh, rats! You're right. Boom. So is that one Jameson soda per? That's holiday? fine. I'm gonna. 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 That's it for today, guys. Thank you so much. Um, again, send us any sort of well wishes and inspiration you have for Brody. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. We are sorry our guest uh, canceled on us today. Mm-hmm. I assure you it was out of our control. We did everything we could. Yep. We will see you next week at uh, 3 o'clock. And we will. And that'll be it for uh, about two weeks there. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see you next Wednesday at 3. In 3, 